Hello, and welcome to my very first episode of... Sorry, moustache. My Doctor Who-themed podcast. Today is the very first episode of this hopefully good series. I mean, it's up to your audience members if it's good or not, but hopefully you enjoy it. I'm having fun making it. Now, I'm speaking to you from across the airwaves. I'm all on my own. Um, Hopefully it'll sound like I'm in the TARDIS if I actually remember to put the sound effects in post-production, so we'll see. And cue cheesy theme tune. So this is done all in one take. So we'll see how good it works, you know. We'll see. We'll see. So my story really with Doctor Who is that I, I watched it a lot when I was younger. Like, I remember, I think I grew up with more Matt Smith than David Tennant, but I remember a lot more David Tennant than Matt Smith. And I don't know why, because Matt Smith was the Doctor when I was younger, and then I sort of got fed up with it by the end, just, some, I don't know, something about the last couple of stories I just wasn't so into, and so in the end I sort of just lost interest, but recently I've picked up the interest back up again, I've started watching some of the the older episodes, which I think is quite nice, they're quite easy to watch, I feel, they're, yeah, I just feel like they're not so heavy on this one looping storyline like River Song or something. It's not like that. But I think that's how I sort of started with Doctor Who. So Matt Smith was the Doctor Who that I like grew up with. But I think my favourite Doctor is definitely not Matt Smith. I know... A lot of people really like people my age now, like David Tennant and Matt Smith, and some like Peter Capaldi because they're the more contemporary ones that they know. And I know a lot of people, surprisingly, don't like Christopher Eccleston. I know he only did one series, and that's not a major judge of his character, but I think he was a really good Doctor. I think he, I think he was a great Doctor. I liked him. And I wish he did more series, to be honest. But obviously with the whole thing that went on. But I think my favourite Doctor has probably got to be the fifth Doctor, Peter Davison. Just because, I don't know, something about him is so youthful. And I love his costume. His costume is incredible. That, like, Edwardian cricket outfit. I just, oh, I want to cosplay it so badly. But one, I'm not blonde or sort of, you know, fair hair. And I just, it's just, it's such a nice costume. I just can't, I can't get over it. Like, I think it's, I think his, and I'd probably say Matt Smith, are my favourite costumes just because of how nice they look. I think, I feel like I like the smart sort of look. And also, I, what I, I just like the youthfulness of Peter Davison as the Doctor, because he's quite, you know, he runs around a lot, his voice goes all squeaky, he puts little glasses on when he's, you know, when he's trying to show that he's smart, and I don't know, I feel like I just related with 
his doctor the most. I'm not really sure why. I just, I don't know. But then again, I think he's my favourite. But then again, I also think Colin Baker as well. I just like how snarky he is. Like, even his first line at the end of the Caves of blah blah because I can never pronounce it, when he he says, were you expecting someone else? I just love it. I love how sarcastic and rude he is to everyone. It's like a complete contrast from Peter Davison. Literally regenerates from that youthful, you know, happy, go-lightly doctor into this sarcastic, rude, and frankly, I find him quite scary at times. Like, I thought Christopher Eccleston was scary, but he is definitely scary. Like, I can't remember. There's that one speech he does where he just shouts it, and I just it just scared the living out of me when I was younger. But I'd say, yeah, Peter Davison and Colin Baker. Oh, but then I also really like... Oh, no, I'd have to say those two, definitely. And I really like Colin Baker's costume as well like I don't know why but it reminds me of sort of like 1960s sort of Joseph in the amazing Technicolor dream coat sort of vibe I assume that's what they, the costume designers went for but I think that his outfit Peter Davison's and Matt Smith's are definitely my favorite P Peter Davison favorite doctor followed closely by Colin Baker definitely <laughs> to companions now I think my favourite companion I mean but then again there's so many to choose from because they're so different in personality and they're all quite fleshed out apart from I'd say the modern ones but we're not going to go into that um, but I think my favourite oh it's got to be Sarah Jane Smith Elizabeth Sladen or Sarah Jane Smith. I mean, she's iconic. She was in, I think, something like three and a half, three and a half series, something like that, from like 1973 to six, I think. So she was with John Pertwee and Tom Baker. Incredible. Like, she was like the definition of like a badass woman at the time because she was like, she wasn't like a, oh, help me, doctor. Oh, I'm so, you know, frail. Like, she was a hard-knocked journalist. She knew what she wanted. And I just felt like she... It was, like, before her time, in a way. Because I feel like the women then were, like, depicted a little bit namby-pamby. And I feel like Sarah Jane was a bit of, like, a breath of fresh air. I feel. So I'd probably say she's my favourite. I mean, and obviously she got her spin-off show as well, Sarah Jane Adventures on CBBC, which was, I think that was on for four years, and that I remember watching religiously when I was younger. I watched it, I think when it finished, I started watching it a bit more because I'd grown up a bit, because I was born in 2004, and it started in 2007, and I definitely didn't watch it when I was three. So I reckon I started watching it about when it finished. So sort of 2011, 2012 sort of thing. And I just remember being captivated by her thinking, she's not from Gallifrey. She's not an alien. She's just a human being and she's badass. And it's like, 
this is a program about a woman being, you know, doing what she wants and having all this power and authority. And it was great seeing her, you know, with the three others, her, you know, her adopted son, Luke, and Rani and the other guy I've forgotten. But it was just such a good program. And I remember just being absolutely captivated watching it. And there was that one episode, and I think it was called, like, The Wedding of Sarah Jane or something like that. And I, you, people who are watching this and you've, you know what I'm talking about. The scene where she's getting married and suddenly David Tennant as the 10th Doctor bursts in the door and says, you know, stop the wedding. And I, my brain just exploded at that point. So I remember thinking, holy Doctor Who and the Sarah Jane adventures overlap. And I realised, you know, and I realised where she was from and I looked into all the backstory and I realised that the Sarah Jane adventures is a, you know, sort of subsidiary spin-off of Doctor Who. And I was like, this is so cool that she was in Doctor Who and now she's got her own programme and he's come from Doctor Who into her programme and it all links into this one big universe. And then when I was that age, I did, had no idea about Torchwood. So when I found about found out about Torchwood, my mind was just blown again. But I haven't actually watched that much of Torchwood because I'm not... I don't know, I'm not sure on it, to be honest. But I definitely prefer Sarah Jane Adventures. A hundred, a hundred percent. It's so good. I remember crying my eyes out at one episode because I was like, she's got to get captured. I can't, you know, we can't lose her. She's such a good asset. And I was just thinking... This is just incredible. So, yeah, I'd say her. I can't believe it's been, it's been nearly, well, I don't know when this goes out, but on the 19th of April, it'll be 10 years since we lost her, which is so sad, so sad. She was far too young. She was only 65. But, yeah, we're hoping that she's looking down on us all, thinking, you know, she's proud of the legacy that she's created. And, you know, hopefully she's proud. So, my favourite enemy. Now, that's a really, really hard one. Because there's so many good... So many good aliens. And so many, you know, different things over the years. And there's been, like, the really ridiculous things, like... There was those weird ice girls on the Cyberman one, like something. I think it was Attack of the Cyberman with Colin Baker, his first story. There was these really weird, like, ice girls. And it being in the 1980s, the effects weren't great. So they had, like, this weird, like, mask, like, helmet thing on them. And you could, like, see through the eyes. And they, like, tried to make, like, fake frost on them because they couldn't... There was something that they couldn't, like go above a certain temperature, otherwise they melted. But I just remember thinking, God, they are certainly something. But no, I don't think... I mean, obviously, I'm glad that the um, aliens and stuff have got better in recent years. Because you look back at the 1960s and, the you know, this first couple of series and you realised how corny everything is. But there were some great villains that started then. So I think my favourites are, like... I think I will always, it's a very stereotypical answer, 
But I think one of my favourite enemies has always got to be the Daleks. I mean, come on, they're iconic. I mean, what's not to love about them? They're massive tin death machines with plungers on. I mean, that, that's uh, that's hilarious to me. I used to laugh at them when I was younger. But also, when they used to kill people, I used to be absolutely terrified. So I'd say them for Terror Factor. But one enemy I will always love. I don't think they count as an enemy as such. But I count them because they're aliens. I absolutely adore the little adipose from David Tennant's era. I just, they're so sweet. That episode with uh, David Tennant and, and um, Catherine Tate as Donna Noble, when they're standing on that roof of that hospital and there's that one little adipose that just flies past them in like the beam of light as they go back up to the ship and he just does this little wave at Catherine Tate and it's so sweet. And I just love the, uh, the line afterwards when she's like, Waving at fat. And I just, it makes me howl every time and I think they're adorable. Absolutely adorable. My favourite episode. Now that's a really hard one. I'm really not sure because there's so many good episodes. Not the modern Chibnall ones because they are just dreadful. I'm sorry. The Revolution of the Daleks was kind of okay. I wasn't too sure, but I sort of stopped watching mid Peter Capaldi, I'd say. I watched the first couple and then I just gave up. And Jodie Whittaker with Chibnall. No way. No, no way would I even watch that anymore. But I think one of my favourite episodes is from Christopher Eccleston's era, which is the two-parter, The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances, with... The, the gas mask people in The Blitz. And I'd say that was one of my favourite episodes. And then I'd say one of my others is probably... It's got to be Peter Davison with... It's a bit of a confusing storyline, but I really like Resurrection of the Daleks because it's when we get to see Davros again. And I just... Something about that... I, and it's probably because it's the Daleks and I love them. But, yeah, I'd probably say those two. Definitely. Now, between the classic and the reboot series, it's really hard to, like, choose. Because, I don't know, both of them are so good. And obviously, so it goes, obviously, classic series that was cancelled in 1989, I think. And then there was the movie with Paul McGann in 96. And then the TV series in 2005. And it sort of, you know, they try and link it up as well as they can. And I'm just not sure which one I like the most. I think... If we're talking about the modern, modern reboots, the sort of Peter Capaldi onwards, then I'd say I don't really enjoy them. But I enjoy this, the stories in the first sort of six, seven series of the reboot. And then I sort of... I, I like some of the older classic series. I suppose I like Colin Baker and I like Peter Davison's because they're my favourite Doctor. But some of the others I'm not really... I'd watch them, I enjoy them, I watch them, but I'm, I don't know, there's something quite, I don't know if it's because they're older and it's hard to like keep up with the story, I'm not sure. I like some of John Pertwee's episodes, mostly because it's Sarah Jane and him, 
as well as with Tom Baker. And I quite like the dynamic they had. And my mum grew up on John Pertwee. That was her sort of era of Doctor. So I feel like I have a sort of leaning towards watching the classic episodes. I think I've watched more reboot series than classic because the classic episodes are harder to find. So like I've got the DVD, I've got some of the DVDs of the classic series, which aren't overly expensive. But if it's, you know, normally one DVD per set of episodes, you know, if that's a two parter, four parter. And I've got a couple, I've got two VHSs of Peter Davison. So I've got Earth uh, uh, Shock and Resurrection of the Daleks. So they're quite harder to find, I feel. And because the reboot series is all on BBC iPlayer and it's all, you can watch it on any sort of device thing, I feel like it's easier. So I've watched more of the reboot series. But to be honest with you, I don't think I really could decide between both. Now for my last question of my rather short episode, but it's a start. My question is, if I could eat either jelly babies, jammy dodgers, custard creams or celery for the rest of my life, what one would I have? Which is tricky because I like them all. Um, I'd say jelly babies are quite sickly after a while, so I don't think I'd have them permanently for the rest of my life. Same with jammy dodgers. I feel like they're a bit sickly. And custard creams. I was brought up on custard creams and I love them. And celery I really love as well, dipping it into stuff. Mm. I'd probably have to say celery just because it's healthier. Yeah, we'll go with celery. So, thank you for listening to my first episode of... Sorry, moustache. My Doctor Who themed podcast. Hopefully I'll see you around. Goodbye.